Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome in, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. It's Sports Daily on KFH. I'm Tommy Castor alongside Paul Savage, Jad Chambers producing on this Valentine's Day. A lot to get to on this Tuesday, Valentine's Day edition of the program today. Of course, your calls at 869-1240. We're going to continue our conversation from yesterday about the Chiefs and their Super Bowl win on Sunday. We've got an update on the Big 12 basketball race as the Texas Longhorns fall last night to Texas Tech, who was last place in the Big 12. We're going to talk about that and preview both KU and K-State on the road in action tonight. And we're going to talk to Dan Israel, the executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. That kicks off our number two. A lot to get to on the program today. Paul Savage, I got to tell you, there is nobody that I would rather spend Valentine's Day with right now than you. Boy, oh boy, I feel so bad for you. What kind of life do you have? Because it must not be much if that's the way it is. By the way, you know, our buddy Jacob isn't on the show today with us, and and uh, uh, I can't, I'm at that point in my life, you know, I want to be romantic, you know what I do? I give some H2O coupons to my to my uh, lady friends, I'll put it that way, and uh, make sure they're all taken care of. It seems like every woman in my life almost uh, loves H2O. What a way to say I love you like tea, right? So anyway, that's uh-huh. on. That's for Jacob. Jacob, if you're listening, that, my friend, was for you, and that's what I'm doing for my lady friends, all of them. Well, I've I've always known that you are nothing but a hopeless romantic. Uh, <laughs> I and, keep trying. That's the know. problem. <laughs> exactly. You having a good day today, Paul? You so, glad to be here? Yeah, yeah. We always, you and I seem to have a lot of fun when we, when, 
when uh, when we get together. So, yes, I am really looking forward to it. You could probably sense that in some of the messages that I sent you earlier this morning and, well, even last night. Uh, you could tell this is going to be a fun day. And there's some interesting topics. There's some tough topics, but there's some interesting topics. Well, of course, and uh, we would love to hear from you throughout the course of the show. Again, our number is 869-1240 if you would like to join the program. Uh, but, Paul, we're going to continue on the conversation that Jacob and I had yesterday about the Super Bowl. Of course, we are uh, less than 48 hours removed from the Kansas City Chiefs winning Super Bowl 57 by a final score of 38-35 against the Philadelphia Eagles. And Jacob and I spent the majority of yesterday's show going over all the different storylines, breaking the game down, recapping reacting all of that but we have yet to hear from you about your overall thoughts from the game so uh, i'll just give the floor to you right now where do you want to start what did you think of the game on sunday night well of course it was entertaining as the dickens i mean it, it, it had the it had the potential of getting out of hand and i don't mean in a good way if you're a chiefs fan there was that potential but i found it fascinating and i found it a tale of two halves one half with uh uh, the Chiefs playing mediocre football. The other half with uh, Patrick Mahomes looking outstanding. I mean, just like can't do anything wrong in the second half. So it was sort of a tale of two cities in, in a strange way. But it was entertaining. And what do you want when you have a Super Bowl? You want entertainment. Another interesting thing that I've re never really noticed, uh, normally I'm at a Super Bowl party or I'm locked down in my own home watching the Super Bowl. I had an occasion I had to run over to uh, – to my stepdad's and, and drop him off some food. And I had to do that in the first quarter of the uh, football game. So I turned it on the radio, obviously, and was listening to it and enjoying it. Tommy, I did not realize, I did not realize society shut down in the way that it does during those three to four <laughs> hours of Super Bowl. I mean, it looked like, have you ever had to like be at the airport at three in the morning? And so you're going to drive to the airport, and there's hardly anybody on the road? Sure, and it, sure. That's what it was like at, at what, 5.30, 5.30? 40 in the afternoon. I was stunned at that. I did not realize the world, in, in the, at least the United States, comes to a stop, a literal stop, and nobody's on the road. I found that fascinating. But anyway, got that taken care of and then settled in for uh, the rest of the football game. It was, I enjoyed it. I have one take that I'm going to bounce off of you. Now, I know sure. that I probably couldn't do this with Jacob because he would get all bent out of shape and ask, well, what the heck am I even thinking? But I got a question for you. Okay. Was the MVP deserved by Mahomes? You know, we, we actually talked about that a little bit yesterday. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, and, and, but I, I think it's a really fair question because uh, I even mentioned that it's it's too bad. And, of course, I, I love Patrick Mahomes, and I'm glad that they won. I mean, he had an incredible oh, second of half. of course. But yes. it's, it's, too, it's too bad that typically – the winning team has the MVP because I thought Jalen Hurts was terrific. He was. Uh, I mean, his his stat line was absolutely incredible. He did have that crucial fumble, and Nick Bolton returned it for a touchdown and all of that. But I, I thought I thought he was incredible. So I think that you know, in the in the through the lens of the winning team, you know, winning the Super Bowl, I thought that and you know the the second half performance and gutting out the the ankle injury and all of that. Yeah, I thought I thought that Patrick Mahomes was deserving of the MVP, but. Uh, there were clearly players, including Jalen Hurts, that had a better stat line. Right. Now, the ankle, that's just a thing. That's, a, that's what you play with, you know, in a game of football. Many times you play with pain. And there's, I, I will assure you that Patrick Mahomes was, the, was not the only man on that football field on Super Bowl Sunday playing in pain. A lot of guys playing. By the time this season gets to the Super Bowl, <laughs> there's a lot of guys in pain. So, with that being said, here, here's my thought process on, on the way that is. 
Kansas City Chiefs would not be Super Bowl champions without a defensive touchdown. Offense yeah. didn't score that touchdown. I mean, that seven points was scored, you know, by Nick Bolton. It was a great scoop. I felt bad for Jalen Hurts. I really did. He played lights out. He was as valuable to his team as Patrick Mahomes was in most situations. And in, in many much of the game, he was the guy. He was the man. He was the driving force for that football team. And I felt bad for him on that one play because, one, you know, we will remember that play as for Mahomes as much as uh, uh, winning the MVP as much as it was for, uh, for uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Now, Jalen Hurts doesn't fumble. That score uh, doesn't happen. And let's say, let's say the Eagles go down and score another touchdown, which they were driving, and it's certainly possible that that could have happened. We'll never know, but it could have happened. And this game's a different outcome. This is MVP is a different MVP. Jalen Hurts more than likely would be the MVP. So here's my point. Before a guy gets the MVP trophy, maybe he should score more points or lead his team to more points than the other team has. Because so you're you're not a you're not a fan of Patrick Mahomes oh, being MVP. Well, no, because if you ask me, if I was going to give an MVP, my MVP would be to the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs because they were the difference in the scoring totals for uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. That well, play, it's the most valuable player. It's not the most valuable unit. I, I, I mean, that's well, not the. I get it. That's not the way that it. I mean, that's not the award. I, but I mean, I get what you're. I get what you're saying. Yes. I just. I think that you know the the second half performance and and you know Mahomes was brilliant in the second half. Right. Right. And he was. what he did, what he did on the field to lead the Chiefs back. You know, played near perfect football. Uh, you know, dur- during that second half, and I mentioned it yesterday. I think you can put that. I think you could put that performance up with a lot of the other ones that you look at over time, over the years of players that, you know, were either injured or sick and they, they had a gutsy performance, Michael Jordan, the flu game in the NBA finals back in the nineties, Kurt Gibson hitting that home run for the Dodgers in 88 in the world series and limping around the field, chilling in the bloody shot, the bloody sock uh, in the world series for the Red Sox. Like there, I, I think you can put the performance on the ankle with Patrick Mahomes in the second half in that same category. So in that regard, and, and you know, w- we're not awarding the MVP to the player that had the best stat line. Like that's not typically the way it works. It's who is the most valuable player to the team. And to, I mean, I, I would counter your argument by saying without the perfect football that Patrick Mahomes played in the second half, the chiefs don't win that game. Obviously. I mean, he was the most valuable player on that field for the chiefs to win. Right. It's just an interesting situation where, he doesn't score amount, the amount of points that his opponents did. I mean, with the, the football team in his charge. And, I, and I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it because what did I just say before I started this diatribe? I, I said, I said that, that Patrick Mahomes was as good in the second half as a quarterback can be. In control, sure. dynamic, making plays. And, of course, the scramble. The scramble on a bad le- – and, and the week before, I think it was Jacob and I, maybe it was you and I, but we had somebody, with somebody, we had talked about the way that uh, when we all saw the, the, the replay of, of the injury to Mahomes, I personally yeah. thought he broke his ankle. That's, that's what I thought. Sure. I, I, I honestly yeah. – the way it bent and where it bent, I, I thought it was a break. And it was, it was a horrible, horrible, horrible uh, twist. So, uh, with that being said – the guy is gutsy. I mean, the guy yeah. is unbelievably gutsy. You know, you hear the old you hear the old saying, and, and we all know it. 
You hear it in hockey, I know, all the time. you got to play with pain. That's the way, you know, at, sure. at, at the professional level of hockey that you're associated with. you got guys, I'm sure, playing with pain every night. Is that, is that a safe assi- uh, assumption? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. And 100%. So, it's part of the game. Yeah. It's part of the game. Well said. That's exactly right. And whether you like it or not, that's just the facts of life. It's part of the game. And But with that being said, man, that was the gutsiest. Per- now, for all guts, Patrick Mahomes, hands down. All guts for the entire season that might be Patrick Mahomes, uh, particularly based upon how many weeks he's been nursing this ankle and how bad it's been. But I can tell you right now, it was gutsy. And, man, he has my – he has my uh, – he has my – adoration. He has all the kind of stuff. He has everything, all the honors that I could personally give him. He he has my respect. But man, oh man, what a gutsy play that second half was. But he yeah. still didn't score as many points as the as the as the Eagles did. So, you know, with well, that with, with that being said, you know, it's okay. I don't have a problem with it. I just found it uh an interesting selection. But you can't give it to Jalen Hurts because Based upon what I just said, just what uh, what the case I was making for Patrick Mahomes not to get it, Jalen Hurts gave it away, didn't he? So I mean, I don't. Well, yeah. See, I I, I I'm not making a case for Hurts either. So uh, so that, th- there's one th- there's one area of the game that I have been looking forward to talking to you about because you referenced it on on Friday when okay. we were making our picks All right. for the game. Which, by the way, out of the three of us. You were the only one that picked the Eagles to cover. So I, I'd like to point that out for the masses uh, that, that you were the only one out of the three of us that did not get that correct. But who, who, regardless, again, who did you say it was? Who, did, who again did you say it was? It was uh, you. It, it, you, was, you were it the, was me. Uh, yeah, I, right, you were, I, I blew the pick, right? Yeah, it was me, right? You did. Paul Savage, did, yeah. correct? Okay, right, I just wanted to be sure. clear. Absolutely. Does that make you feel yeah. better? Do, do you feel a little it better? It does, huh? yeah. Oh, well, so, I'm here but, for you. But that being said, when, when, when you were on the show on Friday and we were talking about you know the, the different – parts of the game to keep an eye on and, and to watch for you. Uh, of course, you, you know, so much about line play and, you know, you were talking about watching the, the offensive lines and the defensive lines play. Correct. And of course we've, we've all known most of the season that the Eagles have a pretty elite offensive line. Uh, and we know that they've had a pretty vaunted pass rush throughout Correct. the entire course of the season. Correct. How impressed were you? by the way that Kansas City's offensive line played in the game. They did not give up a single sack on Patrick Mahomes against a pass rush in Philly that was the best in the NFL and arguably one of the best of all time. Well, it's even deeper than that. He wasn't even rushed that much. He wasn't flushed that much. uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes was not forced to create as much as he has been through the course of the season. Here we are in a Super Bowl with the number one defensive pass rush in all of football. You know, more hurries, more rushes, uh, you know, they the statistically more sacks. Every rushing stat in the books, right now the Eagles were number one going into this game. They were number yeah. one in the league. And the fact that they were a non-factor in the game, I can't remember uh, a a, one of the one of the announcers saying, "Oh, that was a great rush." Now you know, you know that was a hurry on that made that made Mahomes hurry his throw or check down sooner or whatever or get out of the pocket and run. I mean, that those moments were far and few between, and they weren't even referenced in the play by play by the TV guys. So I mean, yes, 
I was impressed as you could be. You take the number one uh, pass rush team in the entire NFL, which means they got athletes. If you're if you got that stat under your belt, you got some guys that can rush the passer. They're, and it's just and it's not just one or two. It's guys across the board. And when you handle it, when you control it the way the Chiefs did, and when they're not even a factor with the announcers, nothing going on. It's just business as usual. Or, as I like to say, basically it was seven-on-seven seven camp. Is really what it was much of the, much of the evening. Seven-on-seven, ca- seven, quarterback drops back, finds his receiver, and throws the football. You, you can almost make a case for that. Man, I was impressed. I was yeah. really yeah. impressed with Kansas City and their ability to keep the pressure off Mahomes. And how important was that? You got a quarterback that takes a shot wrong, he's out of the game. Right. I mean, well, and yeah, and and on top of that too, Paul. Uh, it, you know, it was two years ago in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, and the the Kansas City offensive line was absolutely demolished that entire game. And, and Patrick like Mahomes yep. was running for his life, right. and that was that was the key deciding factor in that matchup, and and a big reason why the Chiefs lost that Super Bowl. And then Brett Veach goes out, rebuilds the offensive line, brings in a veteran like Joe Tooney, brings over Orlando Brown, drafts Creed Humphrey, drafts Trey Smith. They've got Andrew Wiley. I mean, it's a it, it was a completely different offensive line than what they had the last time Kansas City went to the Super Bowl. And you could tell uh, there was a marked improvement and a marked difference. And, and we've known this, right? This is nothing new as right. far as no, how, right. how much improved the offensive line has been for Kansas City. They haven't been outstanding. Like during the regular season, they weren't the best in the NFL, but they were good and they were better than what they were before. But the big question was, how would they compete against the best pass rush in the NFL? Right. And I was concerned about that going into the game, and they pitched a shutout. Right. You know, and it's ironic that, that you bring that up. And I really, that's a tremendous, that is really a tremendous topic to bring up because I'm watching that stuff. And and we we look at Patrick Mahomes, and what do you and I think about him when we think about what he does well? Well, one of the things that we might say would be that that Patrick Mahomes is a great creator, isn't he? He's, when, you yeah. know, when he's in space, he creates, correct? Yeah, and we, 100%. And sometimes we ask ourselves, why is a guy out creating? Why, why is this guy out in space having to create? That's a good question, isn't it? Well, many times the reason he's out in space is, and creating is because he's been forced out into space to create, correct? Sure. So sure. Uh, you, you look at Patrick Mahomes, and he wasn't forced to create. Now, he created numerous times with regards to his feet. He had to do it. But sometimes, a couple of those times, they were they were calculated. They were for at the ends of ends to get the first down or pick up whatever they need to get into a place to be productive with points or whatever the case might be. That's when he was really produ- uh, creative. But a Patrick Mahomes in creation out in space is because he's been forced out to. Patrick Mahomes isn't necessarily the runner that a Jalen Hurts would be or, well, numerous other quarterbacks in the NFL, we all know who, who we're talking about. But but the point is, is that you're right. I I left the part about, you know, the scrambling, the moving, the creating, the getting out in space, all those kind of things that a quarterback does. It left my mind. I got to the point where I wasn't looking at the line of scrimmage to see what was going on because I felt like that's what I needed to see. There was nothing to see there. There was yeah. nothing to see. 
You don't. That's the way it should be, right? Like, yeah, that's the that's the way way it should be. That's the way it should be. Yep. So, that's a great point. No, that's a terrific point, Tommy. Very good. Well, for sure, and and that was the big the big point of the game that I know that you had mentioned on Friday, right? And wanted to get your thoughts on here today because it could have gone the other way. I mean, that's very true. You start. You you get five sacks on Patrick Mahomes in that game. It's a different game, Tommy. It yeah. will be because well, along with five sacks, you will also have ten rushes. I mean, ten hurry ups, and you'll have yeah. maybe another and, five flush outs into space. Yep. You know, you know. So, the, 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 to me, that was the biggest aspect of the entire game: the ability to protect and give Patrick Holmes time to operate inside the pocket. Well, we're just getting started here yeah, on the show more. today. Your let's calls at your calls at 869-1240. We've got more on the Chiefs coming up later on in the program with Dan Israel, the executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. That will start off hour number two. Coming up next, we're going to give you an update on the Big 12 basketball race and where things stand for both the Jayhawks and the Wildcats as they are both on the road tonight. That and a whole lot more. It's on the way on Sports Daily. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Daily on a Tuesday on this Valentine's Day. Tommy Caster, Paul Savage, Jad Chambers producing your calls at 869-1240. Before we move away from our Kansas City Chiefs talk, let's go to Greg on the line right now. Good morning, Greg. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. Uh, I just want to discuss a little about the Pat Mahomes MVP with Jalen Hurts. Um, sure. I understand Paul's Paul's uh, thoughts there, but... Uh, Eagles control the ball, time of possession. But if you look at the QBR, and then there's another other ranking for quarterbacks, Mahomes beats Hurts on both of them. And I'm a big Hurts fan, but I'm also a Chiefs fan. And my thought is, too, if you're going to take away a touchdown from Mahomes because his defense scored it, do you take one away from Hurts because he gave the Chiefs a touchdown? Good point. Very, I mean, can you give an MVP to a guy who – yeah, can you give a guy an MVP who scored a touchdown for the other team? Dang, you uh, know, touche, my friend, touche, my okay. friend. That's I just that's a heck of a point, and you got me on that one because you couldn't give it to him, could you? And no. Well, I, what about Nick I'm Bolton? Giving, Maybe we give it to Nick Bolton because he's the difference in the game. I, you know, I, I, I don't. Well, Paul, I think you'll love me for this, but I think the offensive line deserved it. You know something? I like that. I, I like I, that. I think you're the caller of the day. You may be the only call we have today, but you're going to be the caller of the day. <laughs> no, the bar's low. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Love Terrific that call. Thanks, guys. That Thanks was, for the call, Greg. <laughs> that was a good appreciate, call. Appreciate that. that. Was, boy, good appreciate point. that. Yeah. How many good points can it, one caller have? But that was about absolutely. three of them. Absolutely. And you know what? I, I, I am with Greg in the point of uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, he, he got a new fan out of me. Um, I, I was really impressed by his play in the Super Bowl. And, you know, this is a guy that has been doubted throughout college, was doubted through the draft process, was doubted that he could be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And he was terrific on the biggest stage in the world. And, you know, Paul, I, I, I think that you, just from watching him in the Super Bowl, 
Uh, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going anywhere. I think we're going to be hearing from him for a long time to come. Right. And he's got a good cast. And, and by the way, his offensive line throughout the course of this season is a big part of the success that they had to get to the Super Bowl as well. That was a big part of the success of, of only three losses in a, what is a long, long, long you know, NFL season. Three losses. I mean, that offensive line could be MVP for the, the Philadelphia Eagles as well as a Jalen Hurts. My one downside is I've, I, I like the way that Patrick Mahomes is maturing. Patrick Mahomes isn't necessarily that guy that's going to go to his feet every time he feels pressure, every time he can't see what he needs to see downfield, every time he can't pro- pro- progress with his receivers, whereas there are guys that, that will do it. Jalen Hurts has been one of those guys. For me. Kyler Murray's been kind of another one, too. And we know what the lifespan is for these kind of guys in the NFL. It's tough to, to be a runner, a guy who will rely on their feet to get them out of trouble uh, uh, with regards to quarterbacks. It's always worried me. I mean, look at, look at, look at RC, RC3. I mean, you know, I, as much as I always wanted him to do well because he was a Baylor guy, I look at him and I think to myself, you know, how long would his career have been extended as an NFL quarterback if he hadn't got hurt running the football, I might add. And so I always worry about those kinds. I'm not a fan of that kind of quarterback in the NFL. Huge fan in college football, not so much for the NFL. Well, like I said before, we're going to have a lot more on the Chiefs later on in the program as uh, Dan Israel joins us. In fact, we're going to go one, to the phones one more time for one more call. Uh, Lionel's on the phone here joining us on Sports Daily. What's on your mind today? Lyle, good morning. Uh, I've just got uh, one, uh, one point. Um, if I remember right, uh, uh, Chuck Howley, Dallas Cowboys, he was not the winning uh, quarterback or winning player but they gave him the MVP. That's right. He was a defensive player for the Cowboys. That's exactly right. And that happens. And it happens. We've had uh, – haven't we I had a – Like, I'm not a – I'm not a – I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan anyway. Oh. But I thought Hurts played the best football. Well, but I mean, he also he gave – a pretty good game, man. But but as, as Greg was saying, it was also the difference of that football game, the big mistake that Hurts made with the uh, drop ball. And by the way, that was all him. That wasn't a great play caused by somebody making a play on Hertz. That was Hertz operating in space and literally dropping the football. And by the way, you're know, holding on to a football on a field that is as slippery as that. You got to feel like whatever the oh. substance was on that yeah. field could have also will get on a football, one would think, uh, because that field was a disaster. It was a mess. It was hard to watch. It was horrible. It took great athletes and did not allow many of them to be as great as they could normally be on a regular Sunday afternoon, partly because of the footing and the, what they had to do to adjust to that, and that was disgusting. But with that being said, I don't know what substances were on the football at that point. It could have been something from the field, but he lost that football. Football's hard to hold on to anyway, isn't it, Tommy? I mean, it's uh, odd shape. Sure. It's uh, not perfectly round. And uh, there's no handles on it. The last time I checked, so, uh, but it was still, <laughs> but it was still Jalen Hurts, who, not even being touched, dropped a football that changed literally the outcome of the game, changed champions. And I'll, I'll still make the point that that without that single turnover and touchdown, you know the Eagles, for all we know, they go down the field, they drive and pad an already sizable lead, and. Uh, Changes the course of the game. So, with that being said, that could be easily, you know, 
I couldn't say that I would want Jalen Hurts as my MVP as well. Well, look, I, I think that um, I, I have no issue at all uh, with them naming Patrick Mahomes as I don't the either. MVP because I don't. his performance in the second half, uh, you know, he he it was well deserved and and um, just the way he was able to gut it out. I've got no issue with it. That being said, yeah, Jalen Hurts was terrific. And outside of you know one play that resulted in a Chiefs defensive touchdown, uh, he was on the money all night long, and I'm excited to watch what Jalen Hurts can do in the future. Lyle, thanks for the call. Uh, if you want to join the show anytime, 869-1240, that's the number to call. We're going to switch gears, though, now, Paul, and talk a little Big 12 basketball uh, because the, the Big 12 race is heating up quite a bit. Last night, it was Big Monday, the number sixth-ranked Texas Longhorns on the road at the last place Texas Tech Red Raiders in Lubbock. And what the Red Raiders do, all they did was win on their home court and knock off the Longhorns by a final score of 74 to 67. That means the Kansas Jayhawks are a half game behind Texas for the lead in the Big 12, or at least a share of first place in the Big 12. The Jayhawks play tonight on the road in Stillwater against the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Kansas State with the win tonight on the road against Oklahoma they will be one game back and they're in danger if they don't get this game Paul of dropping two games behind uh, the, the teams in first place in the Big 12 so let's start off first by talking about that game last night in Lubbock uh, I, we talked all the time Paul about how deep and how talented the Big 12 is and for a Longhorns team that uh, looked to be in control of the Big 12 race going on the road to Lubbock, taking on Texas Tech, and, and falling on the road just shows you again how difficult the Big 12 is. Now, wait a second. Texas Tech's in last place? I saw part well, of that game last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think that looked like a last-place team to me. And not only that, sure. the arena didn't look like a last-place team to play. Now, I get it. It's the University of Texas. Texas Tech people hate Texas. I mean, they, they, they do, and I understand that. And, and this is going to be the next to the last year that you have a chance to watch Texas come in and play in your home arena, and I get it. But it was quite an atmosphere. It was a hyped-up place. It was ready to go. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, well, this one team's kind of like leading the Big 12, and the other team's like the last place. And that's a darn good team. That last place team looks pretty darn good to me, the way they were playing. Then they had it all, just like most Big, Ten, Big 12 teams have. They got size. They got athleticism. They got guys that can handle the ball. And the difference from the top team to the bottom team in the Big 12, it was pointed out to me last night with Texas and Texas Tech. It's pretty thin. Pretty thin. Yeah. It's pretty and, thin. And I'll tell you. Yeah. Sure, I'll, I'll tell you that that game last night and Texas Tech winning – that makes me feel a little bit better about Kansas State losing to Texas Tech on Saturday in Lubbock. Right. Uh, because it's, you know, it, it shows, I mean, they've knocked off two ranked opponents in the last three days. Uh, and this is a Texas Tech team that had really, really struggled in conference play. And, and they were injured, but we knew they had a ton of talent. But every time that they would lose a conference game, you were like, well, you know, just it's not the year for Texas Tech and, and it's not the year for Mark Adams. And then here they come down the stretch. And, you know, th they're not going to win the Big 12, obviously. They're three and ten in conference play, but they're dangerous and they can play spoiler uh, each and every time out. And that's what they did against Kansas State right. over the weekend. And that's what they did last night against Texas. So now in the Big 12 standings. The Longhorns are in first place, tied with Baylor, who got a win against West Virginia last night. And like I mentioned before, the Jayhawks on the road tonight taking on 
the Oklahoma State Cowboys in Stillwater with the victory, Paul. Kansas will get a share of the Big 12 lead at this point, but it's no guarantee. Oklahoma State has been playing really good basketball uh, over the last few weeks or so, and it's always been a difficult place for the Jayhawks to play down at Gallagher-Iba. What do you think the key to victory for the Jayhawks will be tonight? Scoring more points than Oklahoma State. Okay, all right, fair enough. Well, but it, but my here's my point. The key, obviously, is to survive. It's not it's not to win the game. It's basically to survive and advance. We're almost at that point of the season where it is, you know, survive and advance. And of course, right now we're talking about we're talking about oh, and one of the things I saw a couple of the guys who do these year end things with with NCAA basketball. Uh, most everybody has eight teams from the Big 12 getting into the Big Dance. I mean, that's eight out of yeah. – you basically you got Tech and Oklahoma. Oklahoma's out. Shoot, the way Texas Tech played last night, I'm not so sure that they don't deserve, you know, one of those places as well to put nine teams in. They probably won't get it. I mean, they're going to have to run a bunch more games out through the season, which I wouldn't be surprised if they're not capable of winning a few more games. But right now it looks like you got everybody except Texas Tech and Oklahoma into the, uh, into the Big Dance. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to have a bunch of number one seeds. You may not have any number one seeds because the Big 12 is beating each other up so bad. And right now, you've got three teams with four losses, three teams with five losses. You've got literally six teams, six out of the ten teams in the, in the Big 12 capable of winning the, out, the, the regular season of the, uh, of the Big 12. So, I mean, it's a, this is as fun as you can have. And, and just for, for, for giggles, I, I went through a bunch of the major conferences. And that's not the way it is in a lot of places. I mean, you look at Alabama and the SEC. You know, they're 12-0 and 0 and they're rolling through and nobody's close. And I mean, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of teams or leagues in, and, and teams in these leagues that, you know, you have where you're at, somebody running away with it. That's why every time we come on this show, I keep – dreading when you ask, well, who's the best team in the nation? And, Tommy, sure. if you were to ask me that right now, I kind of ask myself, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I'm guessing you may not have as much uh, clue as I do. I don't know if anybody knows. Who is the best team in the nation? Well, because the, the, there's clearly not a perfect team in, in the nation right now, but – I think the closest to that. I mean, I think Alabama, Alabama? is deserving of the number one number Alabama, one spot okay. right now. All right, well, but I, Purdue Purdue has issues. Houston has issues. Kansas has issues. Um, so I, I think Alabama. But right. this game, I think, is going to go a long way tonight for the Jayhawks on the road against a pesky Oklahoma State team. Who all of a sudden they're seven and five in conference play. They've mm -hmm. won five games in a row. They're the hottest team in the Big Twelve right now, and so it's going to be a true test for the Jayhawks. I think the bench has to come out and play well, like we've seen the last couple of games. They can't rely only on Jalen Wilson, but if they can get out and run and play fast in transition, uh, it's going to be good for the Jayhawks. We're going to continue our conversation about the Big Twelve, KU, and K State in the next segment. But before we go to break, let's go back to the phones. Chip is on the line right now. He's got a thought on a Super Bowl MVP candidate. Chip, good morning. What's on your mind? Well, I was just thinking if uh, um, I think Isaiah Pacheco should have been at least in the in the in the in the uh, you know in, in the discussion because if sure. it weren't for him opening up the running game the way he did, Mahomes might not have been able to do everything he did passing. 
Well, yeah. No, that, I think that's a great point, that Chip. I think point. that's a great point. I mean, you know, the, the difference in the run game between the AFC title game and the Super Bowl was night and day. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they played the Bengals, they could not get anything going, and you constantly saw second and long, third and long, because they couldn't get the running game established. They were able to do that with Isaiah Pacheco in the Super Bowl. So if it's not going to be Patrick Mahomes as the MVP, in the Super Bowl, I, I I like your thought of Isaiah Pacheco. I think that's the the right move for sure. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Chip. Thanks a lot, Chip. Thanks for the call. We're going to come back. We're going to switch gears and talk a little bit about the Kansas State Wildcats in action tonight on the road against Oklahoma. That's on the way next on Sports Daily. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. It's Sports Daily on KFH. Tommy Castor along with Paul Savage and Jad Chambers producing a quick programming note for a little bit later on in the show. Dan Israel, we're going to push him back to about 1030 this morning. So we won't have Dan Israel in the first segment of the second hour. It'll be a little bit later in hour number two on the show. That means we're pretty much open between now and then for your calls and a lot more 869 1240 but Paul I want to continue on the conversation uh, that we had before the break in Big 12 basketball Uh, not only are the Jayhawks in action tonight with a chance to get a share of the Big 12 lead on the road against OSU but the Wildcats are on the road as well in Norman Oklahoma taking on the Oklahoma Sooners and this is a pretty important game Paul 
for Kansas State. If they can beat OU tonight, then they stay one game back of the lead in the Big 12. But if they lose tonight, they fall to two games back with five to go. Um, I would imagine that this is a, a game where if the, the Wildcats want any shot to have at least a share of the Big 12 championship, they've got to win tonight. Oh, there's no question about that. I mean, you've got six teams packed in within one game of each other. You got three teams with four losses and three teams with five losses. Guys, you can't get any any closer than that. And to give up a game against one of the teams who are is not even going to go to the tournament uh, is a no no. It, it can't happen. It shouldn't happen. But this is the Big Twelve. Oklahoma has two wins in the Big Twelve. It could easily be three. Yeah. It could easily be yeah. three. It's not like this is a team without talent that's devoid of of the ability to to play, and it's it's on their home home turf. So I mean. You know, you got to go in. You got to get a win. You know, I, I hesitate to use the term must win. But for the Kansas State Wildcats, it kind of is. I mean, if you want a shot at winning a regular season Big 12 title, this is that game. This is the game you can't give away. This is that one for the rest of the season. This is the one you can't give away because the totals and what it's going to take to win a Big 12 championship – in terms of how many losses we have inside the conference, you can't have those kind of losses when it comes to uh, to Oklahoma. So go get that win, get the win, and and then move on and be ready to play. You know those others, but it's, this is no cakewalk. There is nobody sure. in the big. And by the way, we thought the same thing. I can remember when we were first getting started with uh, the regular season in the, in the Big Twelve. I think even you and Jacob, and I know I did, we thought that Oklahoma State might be that one team that, that wasn't getting the respect from anybody, really. And most people had been uh, projecting that Oklahoma State would be that one team uh, that was going to probably bring up the bottom of the Big 12. Well, no, that's not, you know, not necessarily the case. Oklahoma State, that's not an easy out, is it? It's not an easy out. you gotta, you got to go in and play. So... Same with Oklahoma, but I mean, you know, it's it's funny how this this conference has has ebbed and flowed and changed and and you know it's evolving as we speak and and to think that the champion regular season champion could possibly have six losses <laughs> that's amazing yeah. to me. It's amazing. Yeah. And you know, the, this game is so intriguing to me tonight, the Kansas State Oklahoma game, uh, because not only do the Wildcats have a ton to play for as far as, you know, staying one game back of the big 12 lead uh, with only five to go. Not only is it incredibly important to them and the fact that they need to bounce back from a, a, a tough loss over the weekend at Texas tech, but take a look at Oklahoma. Uh, the, a lot of folks, you know, had them squarely on the bubble uh, and a team that they were, they're looking for quality wins uh, to be able to strengthen their case to make the tournament next month, uh, Porter Mosier, I think, you know, has a ton of talent on this team in former shocker Grant Sherfield, uh, also the Groves brothers. They're a, a dangerous team and they're a desperate team because they need to stay on the right side of the, the selection committee and every win and a quality win at home against a, a top 15 opponent in Kansas State could go a long way for them as far as their tournament resume. Right. So it's a really important game for the Wildcats as far as keeping pace in the Big 12. You don't want to fall two games back with five to go. But also, it's important for Oklahoma also to strengthen their case to potentially get into the NCAA tournament. So oh, a ton they? of storylines for they? this game. What? 
can I think they? they I think they can. I mean, really? I, and, well, look, uh, they didn't play well against the Jayhawks at home right. over the weekend. The you know Kansas soundedly defeated them on Saturday. I think it the final score. They I think Kansas won by I don't know close to twenty points. Uh, so they didn't look great. But I do think that they've got weapons. Mm. Uh, we've seen the Groves brothers light it up, you know, all the time over the course of their career. And Grant Sherfield, we know what he can do. Uh, so, so they're they're a dangerous team, and they're desperate, and they they've got a lot to play for. If they want to, they got to get some quality wins though. Well, if they want to be yeah. Yeah. off the bubble yeah. when March comes around, right. so a ton of storylines right. with this game tonight. Kansas State trying to keep pace in the Big Twelve. Right. And then, of course, everything with Oklahoma and their tournament hopes. Yeah, I'll cut you All right, we're wrapping up. That one. <laughs> we're wrapping up hour number one here on Sports Daily. Coming up next hour, more conversation about the Kansas City Chiefs and the MVP award. And, of course, Dan, Isri- Dan Israel from the Chiefs Radio Network joins us at about 10.30, uh, so less than an hour away from that. It's all on the way for you on Sports Daily. Hang on. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 